Ash, Taryn, <laughs> how would you if <laughs> how would you describe me to someone? Like how would if I someone, describe you? If someone was like, you were like, oh yeah, my bestest friend in the whole wide world. Her name's Taryn. She's I always go with like she's a firecracker redhead <laughs> who's like life of the party and is really funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I've I've said that multiple times. <laughs> Please, if I die, I want that on my tombstone. Tear the firecracker. R.I.P. Tear the firecracker. Right like this. <laughs> Guys, we are so excited to share that this episode is sponsored by HBO Max. Stream all 130 HBO Max Emmy nominees now and get caught up before the ceremony airs on September 19th. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. This is Unsolicited Advice, and we are not going to be talking about weird hand gestures. No. <laughs> or could be, <laughs> could, or could not be sexual. <laughs> um, oh my God. Happy Monday. We are in studio, guys. We're just living for this in studio yes. situation. It really does something mentally. Like, yeah. I, I enter into podcast mode. Yes. Whereas, like, when we were recording from the house during the dark, the dark COVID times, dark um, it was like I had to mentally get myself there. Fully. I don't when I come in here because I walk in and I'm like, here we are. It just feels fun. Like, I remember, I remember, like, when we first started, because we started in studio mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, there's just something about, like, like, okay, we're leaving. And it's fun because we live together. So it'll be like texting. We'll be like, hey, leaving at 930. Do you want to get coffee? Like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, it feels more put together. Like yeah, we're blah, at blah, a table. Blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We're at a table. We have like our setup. We uh-huh. have Mark, which of course. I feel so official. Big fan. Mark, I forgot to tell you. So I tagged or I posted something on my story the other day and you were in it. And there were so many people DM me and they were like, we didn't know what Mark looked like. Because <laughs> we always just like talk about you. Nice. We have like a Mark fan club for yeah. sure. Maybe one day we'll take a UA family photo oh my gosh, and post it does. on Instagram. Can, can we do like um we star do it for shots? holidays? <laughs> like yeah. the glossy like filter yeah. wearing turtlenecks. <laughs> All three of us in matching camel turtlenecks yes. is what I'm envisioning yes. with very serious yes. faces. I love everything about this. Um, if you guys think we need to do that, then please. Please let us know. Actually, we don't care. We'll probably do it anyways. <laughs> um, I take that back. We don't. We don't. We do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> we let you think you're in control. <laughs> What's anyways, new, Taryn? How you been? Um, I've been super freaking busy, which is weird. And I feel like I've actually been handling it well. Oh, yeah. But it's just been a really stressful... Yeah, I'm not going like to lie. Week. I haven't seen this you. This last week, I was like, does Taryn still live with me? Honestly, 
I wasn't sure myself. Um, yeah, it's just been like there's been some hard family stuff going on. I had a I just spoke at like a training thing. Mm-hmm. And so and that was I had to speak for 45 minutes. Like, Oof, I don't uh, think people understand. Oh, like, think time. about speech class in high school. They're like, oh, you have to give up a five minute speech. And you're even shocked, like how much you have to prepare for just that. Yeah. So it was a lot to like get ready for and get my mind back into like doing work stuff again. Mm-hmm. Um, so those of you who didn't know, I, I lost my job at the beginning of COVID. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And I was super blessed. Like I got to kind of like do like a makeshift, a different type of job. But I'm officially back to my regular job. And yes. I'm so excited. I feel like. It, it fulfills a part of me that, like, I was missing a lot. So I'm excited to get back to, like, helping kids and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's just been, like, I haven't been this overwhelmed in a long time. But yeah. I was very shocked that, like, I didn't go back to some of my, like, old habits that I've been working really hard to get out of, which yeah. was exciting. So. Yeah. No, that's amazing. All in all, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm surviving. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, you know, hopefully, like, now that a big chunk of stuff is out of the way, I can, like, get back to normal life you know yes what about you ash oh been good been good okay two updates (laughs) (laughs) i'm Um, good i'm good well actually (laughs) i recently i recently got an apple watch she's a new person and i've become a new human being I she, have I just been say, like holding off on the Apple Watch purchase because yeah. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. The only I like thing I would same. love it, love it for is like just tracking workouts and like health be- mm-hmm. benefits and stuff like that. Being able to like track everything. Um, but other than that, I didn't really think I needed it. I'm obsessed. You are. Like, I'm obsessed. In the car, it was like it like made it. Sh- her phone started ringing. She like looks at her Apple Watch first, and I was like, Oh my god, she's she's I'm in a it. new woman. She's in it. I okay. So I felt the same, but then I was like thinking about this too. Remember, like we were obsessed with watches for a really long time. Yeah, I used like, to we always used to buy watches constantly, and then I don't know what happened, but I got very claustrophobic in it. Yeah, so well, I started wearing. I started getting more into bracelets, I think. Yeah. And so then the watches had to leave. But I, I was notoriously like known for a, I had two watches, like a brown leather one and a black leather one that I would just rotate between mm-hmm. every single day. And DW? DW. Daniel, Daniel Wellington. Wellington. Yes. The da- that and was I the loved that watch and I wore it constantly. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I, I used to be obsessed with. And I will, I will say, though, as much of a fan of this as I am, um, it. I don't like all the notifications. I think I'm gonna like turn unsync a lot of apps because yeah. it goes off constantly, yeah. and I it kind of bothers me. Yeah, but I do I do enjoy it for like tracking a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like a different person. Also, um, this weekend was one of the busiest weekends of my life. Wow. I was so social. I had a date on Friday. Yeah, you did. I had a birthday on Saturday. Yeah, you did. That was wild. And then Sunday. <laughs> Me and some people that I work with <laughs> all went out for my very first ever drag brunch. <gasps> How was it? And I it wanted was to go. a wild experience. Yeah. I, guys, had another birthday party I was supposed to go to six, at 6 p.m. on Sunday. I don't, <laughs> I didn't text. I just, <laughs> I, I didn't show up. Aww. And I had told her, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I have plans. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try. 
You just uh, forgot. Guys, I'm very hungover right now. She looked she looked rough <laughs> when she came down the stairs. And I was normally, like, are we good? I'm like one of the first to wake up out of our household. Yeah. I come back and everyone's, you know, making breakfast or coffee. I was the last up this morning and I was like, hey. <laughs> like my voice was all like cracky. <laughs> but it was honestly so much fun. I had good. a blast. The food was fantastic. Um, the show was amazing. And yeah, I highly recommend everyone experience it at least once it was great yeah she showed me some pictures and videos and i was jealous my phone is full full (laughs) of all the content all the things yeah content (laughs) um okay well if you are new to this podcast welcome yes we basically you know talk give you what we give advice <laughs> figure I don't, I don't know it's fine <laughs> i'm not hungover but <laughs> you know i'm not thriving so um we talk and give advice about stuff you guys send in so um even if you're like oh this is my first time listening write to us yeah send us something send us something we dare you no we double we, dog dare you no, triple dog oh god do you you know what's funny like I miss the days where like <laughs> your words had such a like power. Yeah. Like I remember I like I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. Or yeah, or like sticks and stones may break my bones. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I and then you go like cry in the bathroom because you're like, <laughs> your words hurt me. <laughs> yeah. But like I remember when people would be like, I double dog and everyone's like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? And now it's just like nothing. <laughs> now it's just everyone's threatened by everyone and we everything. We should bring it back. We should. We- Our next fight. I'm going to freaking triple dog here, you girl. <laughs> you better. I'm going to be mad if you don't. Um, one last um, update um, and reminder. Our October series is around the corner. It's coming. And for the new people here, it might be the best time to listen to us. Yeah. Um, we devote all of October to reading your guys' real life scary stories. And boy, do you guys have some horrifying stories Um, you guys uh, get to send in you can start sending them now any scary story anything you've experienced something a friend has experienced if they give you permission to give us their story (laughs) please write it out give us all the details do not hold back we want them long we want them detailed we want them dramatic Um, and yeah it's a spooky it's a spooky season and and we dive in deep I'm still slightly messed up from some of them oh I think about some of them pretty pretty often the The cornfield in Iowa Yes, or the Idaho? other day, what was the the little girl in the keyhole? Girl, the yeah. one with the the red, yes. and it was the yeah, yes. no. uh huh. But the cornfield one gets me. And then remember the clown? They oh, walked into clown. like an empty house, and then there was a clown on the street. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Oh no, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, if you haven't listened to our old October series, we've done two so far. This is going to be our third. Um, you should highly recommend that you binge the first one, then the second one leading up to the third, our new one, like yeah. our third one. That's the order it's I would do it. So good. Like, it's just, I feel like, I feel like you guys get to understand a part of me and Ashley mm-hmm. of how we just love like anything like true crime. I like listening to like creepy stories. I just can't watch them. So I thrive in like this thing. Our like promos are great. Mm-hmm. Again, we have a surprise coming. We're not mm-hmm. totally ready to announce yet, but it's going to be exciting. But it's coming. Woo! So, okay. anyways, get excited for October series. Um and let's go ahead and get into tearing it up. Yeah, which I have one. 
Yes, you do. Do you want to explain what Tearing It Up is for the for the new people? Yes. Um, just, we're just assuming we have so many new listeners on this episode. <laughs> Everyone who listens is like, we already know, and you know it's just us listening. Um, long story short, it's basically just a segment where you share your embarrassing, weird things that have happened to you, and we all collectively laugh together. Yes. Because we need it in this crazy we time. We need more laughter. We need some joy. Sure. Um, so anyways, this one is titled Buying Someone's Coffee Gone Wrong. And Taryn, you're involved in this. I am? Mm-hmm. Okay. They write, hey, Ashley and Taryn. So I just saw Taryn's Instagram story about the person ahead of her buying her coffee. Oh. And it made me remember a very awkward thing that happened to me a while back that I thought I'd share with you guys. I guess you could call this a tearing it up because it left me wondering what had just happened. Yep. That's that's exactly <laughs> that what it should be. That is a key <laughs> sign that you are living in a tearing it yeah. up. So I wanted to do something nice for someone just because... So I was going to Starbucks and was going to sit and do work. I ordered my coffee and then told the barista I wanted to pay for the next person's coffee as well. So nice. I made a key mistake, though. She puts that in all caps. I forgot to mention that I'd like to be kept anonymous to the person whose coffee I buy. So I get my coffee and sit down, ready to see someone's face light up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and... <laughs> Get it together. In walk two young guys. Not bad looking, but definitely not my type. Also, I forgot to mention, I'm married. Haha. They walk up to the counter, and after they order, the barista points at me. No. And says, that girl over there bought you your coffee. Oh, no. I was shocked and wanted to disappear. They were surprised, of course, and awkwardly came by to thank me. I was like, sure, have a blessed day. <laughs> with a blessed day. And they walk away. I was just feeling embarrassed, but shook it off and hoped that they would pay it forward or something. Then, in all caps, one of the guys comes back and sits down at my table. He says, this is it, this is it. He says, my buddy wouldn't let me leave without getting your number because this just felt like destiny. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. She puts, she puts, I'm not kidding. He used the word destiny. I got all red in the face and was like, oh, that's so sweet, but I'm actually married. Oh my gosh. He got all flustered and apologized. So then I felt really bad and tried to make small talk. All I remember from that little conversation was that he was from out of town and was here to see a lizard show. Oh, what? I don't know. He thanked me again and left. So the moral of the story is to always remain anonymous while buying someone's coffee unless you're single. Then maybe it's the perfect way to find a guy, LOL. <laughs> Love your podcast. It always makes my day when a new one comes out. Love, Eliza. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, first of all, that barista set her up for failure. Because I mean, that's like a golden rule. Like that, I thought that was an understood thing also. Yes. But then again, I've never had anyone buy my coffee being inside a Starbucks it's always been in the drive-thru like you always know oh it was the car ahead of me and sometimes yeah. I'll try to catch up to be like who is that but yeah I've yeah. definitely like ended up next to them at like a light and I waved and like honked and was like so, thank, thank you you. Yeah. you know um so I mean I've never experienced it 
like that situation. But yeah, I cannot imagine because when I have paid for people, it's been in a drive through and I book it because yeah. I'm like, I don't want like that feels so awkward to me. And it makes yeah. it feel like I did it for that, you know? Yeah. Like Eliza's oh literally gosh. sat down to like watch as they're like, oh, I wonder who did it. That's so sweet. Well, <laughs> and of course, the guy it, just points out. If we went and someone was like, that guy just bought your drinks, we'd be like, oh, he thinks we're so hot. Well, because it's like, especially <laughs> the way that the barista worded it, it's like, oh, if this guy or girl, whoever bought you drinks at a bar, that's like, oh, they're they're into you. Yeah. So it's kind of like a similar situation if you go, if you turn around and make eye contact with the person, that's you're like, so hey. awkward. Well, it probably <laughs> didn't help that she was watching because she wanted yeah, to see them be she, happy. She wanted to see Oh it. my gosh, that sucks. That's oh, so funny. Oh my God, though. I thank you so much for writing that in because that's hilarious. Um, also, that's all because of you. You posted that story, Taryn. You know, you're welcome. <laughs> Glad it triggered something. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, cool. Well, yeah. If you guys have awkward, embarrassing stories, please send them in. We love them. The more, the better. More than you know. The we more and embarrassing, we still we want to do an all tearing it up episode. Yeah, we, we need, need to. We need to get better. Okay. <laughs> we need to do better. Do better. Be better. Okay. Um. Oh, speaking of something that just makes life better. Uh, Ted Lasso. Oh. I don't know why, but I can't stop talking about Led this Tasso. show. We call it Lead Tasso because if you watch the show, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. But guys, I just think it's very, I think that now when when things are so stressful, things are so overwhelming, there's so much ugly stuff like just circulating. I think the show has been just like the biggest blessing for us. Like honestly, it is the most just pure like positive uplifting yeah it's just a great the comedy is brilliant the acting is brilliant the storyline is brilliant so um if you guys just need like a good feel good thing to watch mm -hmm. watch ted lasso yeah taryn and i had hop had hopped from hopped i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why i use that word specifically <laughs> but the we had finished mayor of east town which was a very dark, like, whodunit yeah. show. Oh, so and good. And then we so had good. multiple people tell us to watch Ted Lasso. So we switched from finishing that dark show to this positive one. And it was the most, like, refreshing experience for the both of us. Seriously. We were like, this is so beautiful. Like, we love yeah. it so much. We're it was, obsessed. It was funny because we were, like, sitting and we were like, oh, we, we don't know what to watch. Like, blah, blah, blah. And so... We saw it and we were like, oh, everyone's been saying we should watch it. We watched an episode, went to bed. The next day, like, we came downstairs and I was like, Ash, I can't stop thinking. Like, I just keep thinking about that show. And she was like, oh, my God, me too. And then yeah. we, like, literally binged everything. Yeah. So, Which anyways. We need, we need to go to the Ted Lasso coffee shop. Yes, we do. If it's still up. open. Uh -huh. I'm a, my she friend went. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, wait, can I say one more thing? Go, yeah, of course, Ash. <laughs> Want to make sure you are fifty percent since control. we're talking about <laughs> since we're talking about TV shows. The Nine Perfect Strangers came out. I haven't seen it yet. I have been waiting for this show to come out for months. The, since since they first announced it, I've been counting down the days to August eighteenth. Yeah, <laughs> and this I watched. It came out. I thought it was going to be one episode. They dropped three, and I was so excited. Finished all three of them. It's incredible. Yeah. Taryn needs to catch up. 
I'm going to make her because we got to continue watching this together. And it is incredible. And if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend you watch it because there's so many things. There's so many questions. All the things. There's so many questions. Okay. I'll catch it's going to be so good. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking now. We interrupt this programming to just take a second, guys. We are sponsored this episode by HBO Max. And I'm not joking. We fangirled so hard. The amount of time that Taryn and I have spent on the couch, sprawled out, <laughs> watching hours and hours of HBO Max content is honestly like, I can't even, I can't even think of the number. It's astronomically high. No, like, I don't think you guys understand. Me and Ash, we get this email, right? I like run into a room and I'm like, is this real? Is this real? Because I was freaking out. Like we watch HBO Max like all the freaking time. Uh, yeah, this last year required a lot of binge TV show sessions between Taryn and I. And I think all of our favorites were on HBO Max. That was just a happy coincidence. And then we got this email. We were like, mm-hmm, are you kidding me? No, like, you know, like there's those shows, like there's shows I watch casually. There's shows Ash watches casually, but there's the type of shows that have the caliber. You talk to each other. You're like, let's watch this. Are you ready to watch the next episode? It was always a thing. Ash always got out wine and it was always, I swear it's always been the HBO Max shows. You can't discuss without wine. What's funny is we've talked about a lot of these shows already. Mare of Easttown? Mare of Easttown. Wait, okay, okay. Let's... Let's let's go through the list. Okay, so the Emmys are coming up September 19th. Make sure you guys watch. The list is huge. Oh, they've been busy this year. They've been busy this year. We needed them and they <laughs> delivered. Um, okay, so I let's go back and forth okay. looking at the list. So my first one I'm super pumped on is Mary Town. If you guys have not watched it, Kate Winslet is phenomenal and it is the best, like, all the twists and turns of the show like had me like catching my breath the entire time. Honestly, like I, one of her best performances. Okay, Ash, so what would your next show be? Um, I personally, Taryn and I are huge fans of Friends and they had their reunion and we watched the whole thing together as a household. We popped popcorn and it was a whole experience for us. And honestly, very emotional because Taryn and I grew up with Friends. Like we were in middle school when that was airing. So it was very, it was a very emotional moment for me. And I was very excited to watch that. Gosh, they were our friends before we were friends. <laughs> okay. 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 Next. Oh, okay. So we literally just started the show last week. Um, Hacks. And it was funny because like we were just like browsing and it popped up and we we're like, oh, let's give it a shot. And me and Ash always know when we love a show because after the first episode, we'll look at each other and we'll be like, another and this show like we're totally hooked we're only like three episodes in so we're definitely gonna binge before the 19th we gotta we gotta step it up ash also especially coming after mayor of easttown where it was such a heavy like dark concept and storyline hacks is so funny and lighthearted. i feel like we needed it to like balance out our lives you know (laughs) okay so what do we got next your pick um euphoria stole the show for me i mean i've watched it I think twice now, um, unintentionally, (laughs) it wasn't my plan. Um, but I just, the makeup, the storyline, it was absolutely incredible. And the music, the music, we're here for the music. It's like, I feel like that show, like all of your senses are intrigued and you're just like, taken away like taken away also I feel like there's so many shows like in hacks where I feel like we can talk during the show euphoria I was like don't look don't touch me 
don't look at me. I'm focused. <laughs> don't ask questions. <laughs> Leave if you have a question. Okay, so my next one would probably be, oh my gosh, duh, The Undoing. The Undoing was phenomenal. Pleasantly surprised. It's just like... Those shows are the type where you're just like, you're so locked in and they're so intense. And I love shows where you're trying to figure it out for yourself. And I love when they freaking get, because I can predict pretty easily. Ash can attest to that. But there's those shows where I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not see it coming. Undoing was definitely one of my tops. Also, Hugh Grant's like come back to the screen. I mean, he, he came back and just dominated and I thought he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. That cast was freaking ridiculous. So as you can tell, we're big, big fans of HBO max. You guys need to binge all these shows before the Emmys and be rooting on your faves. And guys, guys, there's so, there's so many good ones. So many have a full viewing party. That's what Taryn and I will be doing. (laughs) We're going to be popping popcorn and not leaving the couch. So sign up for HBO Max to get caught up on the platform's Emmy-nominated shows before the awards. Go do your thing. You know where to find the links. We love you. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, this story is called Crickets Chirping Up in the Club of Love. Duh Club of Love. Duh Club of Love. Okay. I was like, I don't know, this is, um, what's it called? <laughs> Title? 
wow. Words Subject line? hard, speaking rough. Um, yeah, it got me because I was like, what is this going to talk about? But <laughs> I was I was picturing like something weird happening actually in a club, but it doesn't. So I oh, just want to throw that that's out. That's a bummer. If everyone's thinking that too. I was really hoping. Okay. I, you know, we all, we all hope. We all. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. My name is Bella and I'm 22 years old now and I've been single my entire life. I've never been stereotypically, quote unquote, pretty, which, girl, I'm about to yell at you. That's a lie. At you. You tell her, Taryn. Growing up. So no one's ever asked me out or shown true interest. If anything, I've experienced the opposite, either being completely ignored as if I was invisible or mocked. For instance, one time in middle school, these two boys in my class asked me out as a joke. A joke. That one hurt a lot because I was already so lonely and depressed at the time. I've always felt like no one would like me romantically, so I think that stops me from putting myself out there. The hard part is I know I'm a hopeless romantic. I've always dreamed of it. I know I don't need a man, but I want a life partner. I've just waited around so long and nothing has happened in my love life. All I hear is crickets. And so now I'm wondering if I should use dating apps like Hinge or Bumble, but I'm beyond nervous that I'll get hurt because no one will match with me since I'm heavier and bigger than most girls. I'm scared that no one will ever give me a chance and it'll discourage me even more from putting myself out there. I love you guys and appreciate the way you use your platforms. XOXO, Bella. Like, Bella. <sighs> this was hard for me to read. Oof. I just, we're like speechless. I needed like, never my head, I have like five different thoughts happening at once. Yeah. I'm trying it's to okay. it's organize okay. them. I, I, if I could narrow down, like one of my top things that gets me so heated is the fact that somehow our society, which like who is our society, has formed this this cookie cutter thing of what is beautiful and what is not. Mm -hmm. And I just do not believe that that is what we were made to be. No, not and, at all. And I mean, I'm, I'm open about it and... I mean, you guys know if you've listened, but I, I am a Christian. And so I do believe like God created us. You can believe what you want, but like everyone believes that there's some type of like order, right? And like life or whatever. And I just refuse to believe that 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 was the intention from the start is that there's this beauty and then there's these people that just, oops, sorry, like yeah. you didn't make the cut. Mm -hmm. So what's happened is over time, we've we've been told, we've been convinced that I have to have this type of body that is void of cellulite, void of stretch marks, void of whatever. My face has to look like this. My my personality has to be like this. I have to wear this. And and it, it is just so monumentally messed up in my head because I personally think Every person is beautiful. Every person has so much value to offer the world. And I just hate that there's people like Bella mm -hmm. who hide themselves away from the world because they feel like they don't make that cut. 
And they're robbing us of knowing the beauty that you are, Bella. And it Mm -hmm. just, it kills me because I know that feeling and I know that I've cut myself short so much in life because of that fear. And so I know what you're feeling and it like breaks my heart. But I just like, I don't know how we can fix this. Like, and and it's not fair because like one minute, like one century we're told that curvy is beautiful. The next century it's stick thin is beautiful. And now it's, oh, we want big butts and big thighs, but your waist and your legs have to be like tiny. It's like, there's never like, you can't win yeah. no matter what you do. And so it just like, it breaks, it just breaks my heart and I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. What I hate the most um, off, off of the whole email is how you talk about yourself. Yeah. Um, because yes, society has created all of these things, but it it seems, and we've all been here before, I've been here before, but it seems like it's really, it's really gotten hold of you. Yeah. Um, just judging off of the way that you're describing yourself. Um, and I, what I would hope that you get out of this right now is high school, middle school's rough. Like guys played pranks on every girl and would do jokes to me too. I went through all of high school without a boyfriend. Same. Not one. I did not have a guy ask me to prom. Um, I didn't have any, uh, dance dates. I always went with groups of girlfriends. Um, I didn't know that. Who also didn't like, it just it was just one of those things yeah. and i never um my experience with dating and guys didn't really happen until like i turned 21 well, I'm 20 uh-huh. and, and either way at way past high school we're talking like yeah. into college um and i think a lot of that had to do with me just like finding myself um i wasn't the prettiest in high school i was not the i'm not i'm still not the most like socially fun <laughs> outgoing person so when it came to dances and guys and stuff like that i just had no self-confidence and that's something that came on a lot later the more that i grew and discovered who I actually am. Well, and, you know? and learn to actually like love that person. Yeah. And, and just so, be like, hey, yeah. like I'm I'm dope as hell. And yeah, you are. No, I'm not the type to go dance in the middle of the room in the dance circle and kill it. I'm probably gonna be bobbing <laughs> and weaving in the corner by you know, <laughs> trying to hide a little bit. But like I'm gonna lean into that because that's me and that's what makes me me. And yeah. I've got come to the point in realizing like if the guy doesn't like that, then he's he's not. Yeah. If he's it's looking for, for, for yeah. like center of attention, life of party, then don't look at me like yeah. you need to go find this other girl. And I've stopped competing and comparing myself to these other women because I'm like, we're, we are not the same. Yeah. <laughs> you and know? like you're not meant to. Like uh-uh. how boring would that be if we were all the same? Like I would hate that. Oh, my God. You yeah. know, like if everyone was like me who looks like they're having a seizure on the dance floor, like. <laughs> It's not like, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I have like, I had like the opposite of like, I never had any guys express interest because of where, I mean, my dad was the principal. They were intimidated. Yeah, that of, did not yeah, help did you not. out. <laughs> I have a lot of issues <laughs> from that because I was so confused at why no one liked me and mm-hmm. everyone liked everyone else. But even almost the opposite because I am so outgoing and like life of the party, like you said earlier, like. I had the opposite of people always being very intimidated of me. Yeah. And so it was like, it's it's just to show like everyone has different 
circumstances and pieces of themselves. And I think we're not meant for everyone, Mm -hmm. which thank God, because then it would be like pure chaos. Yeah. But the thing is, and I think Ashley hit on this. So I hate society. We've talked about that. I think you will find the person that you're meant to be with and they will love you for everything that you are. But I think what's the most important is your relationship with yourself and your body because it's very clear that you you view yourself as not enough or like not less than less than like not deserving of a b and c and I don't want to put myself out there because I'm bigger I don't want to put myself which those are all things that are just showing that you don't have a healthy relationship with your body and and how you view yourself so I think that needs to be the biggest focus and even like I think I shared this a couple episodes ago but even like my therapist I was talking about because I struggle with that too of like I I miss out on so much because I'm so focused on what my body looks like in that moment you Mm -hmm. know so instead of being present in something I'm like adjusting my shirt or making sure like I'm at the right angle or like my shorts are covering something or whatever it is and I'm so focused in on like what my body is and how it appears that I miss out on what's going on Mm -hmm. and so we talk so much about that and she said something that was so cool because she was like it's not anyone else's job to love your body like that's your job she's like I even though my arms are my insecurity they're mine and I love them I don't care if anyone else loves them like I love them and that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. and we just were talking about how like confidence is actually like the center of everything Mm -hmm. and you see girls who are curvy and have these beautiful bodies that walk around and they know they're hot and they know that they like love themselves and that's something people want a piece of you know what I mean so I think it's got to stop you've got to stop comparing yourself to other people because you are the only version of yourself and so you've got to start looking into like what makes me unique and beautiful and how do I learn to become obsessed and like love myself so that I see it as opposite as like ooh, I'll put myself out there but not all of you are worthy of getting my attention you know yeah exactly and I think it's one of those things where you have to realize if you can't find contentment and love for yourself and where you're at right now it's 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 almost hard to say it but it's like how can you expect someone else to love you if you can't love you and yeah, that's a I, recipe for disaster. It's just if if you, I mean, even if someone did come up and love you right now, exactly where you're at, like, would you believe them? Because mm-hmm. as of right now, like, I don't, I don't think so. It sounds like you have allowed these feelings and thoughts to take control of you. So even if Mr. Wright came over right now and started loving on you right now, where you're at in this moment, it makes me wonder if you would think like, is he? is this a joke? Like, are you teasing me? Yeah. Are you trying to hurt me in some way when, you know, maybe he is being completely um, genuine. I wouldn't be shocked if you took it the wrong oh, way fully. because of where you're at right now. Well, and two, if you put your self-worth and your self-view on someone else, it's so unstable. And mm-hmm. even I struggled with that sometimes, like being a two, I'm, I get my love from the way other people love me. And that's not healthy because 
there's days where like I don't feel as loved by people in my life. And then that would make me spiral into this like I suck as a person because they weren't showing me love, which I internalize as I'm not enough to be loved. Mm -hmm. So it was this recipe for this very roller coaster view of myself. And so it wasn't until I was like, no, it's my job to love myself Mm -hmm. and to make sure that I'm taken care of and I'm loved and I'm gassing myself up constantly of like, you're beautiful, like you're worthy, you're enough, like all these things. And then that gives me my baseline. And then when other people love on me and do stuff, it's more of just like a joy that comes in life versus my like surviving. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would love to take a second to encourage you to date. Yes. I yeah. think that where you're at right now, may- maybe focus on you for a little bit and then dive into dating. Yeah. But I think a dating is such an a, such a fun experience and such a great way to learn so much about yourself like what you're looking for and you know something you need in a relationship like you're gonna go on so many dates and you're gonna be like this would never work because he's the worst at this this this, and this (laughs) but then maybe you'll go out with someone and maybe he's not meant for you but you'll be like oh I really liked this aspect of him I loved how he was really good at doing this it made me feel a certain way so maybe that won't work out between you guys but you can walk away from that being like oh I learned that I really love this type of person and that's going to help you like develop a type and I feel like I feel like dating for you is going to be really great because you're going to dive in and learn so much about yourself and yeah. I think it's just a great time and, and way to to learn to be social, to learn to communicate, to learn to communicate what you want, like your side, to articulate your thoughts and feelings. And I, I can't wait for you to experience that. And I think I think online dating is a good way to do that. I just yeah, think you, you need to. you can do it from like, like a, uh, you have space to do it. Like you yeah. don't have to actually be there, especially if you don't have the experience and you feel scared about it. Like. You can just like see what guys are out there. And it's kind of cool because like, I don't know about you, but when I'm on and I'm swiping like, no, no, no to all these people, it, it always reminds me that like, just like those guys weren't my person, like I'm not everyone's person either. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Like there was nothing personal. Like I was like, ew, you're disgusting. No. Like yeah. it was just like, oh no, like it's not, I could tell like we wouldn't right. be interested in each other, you know? Right. And let me just give you my little bit of advice from my 31 years on this planet (laughs) (laughs) of dating wisdom. Um, This didn't come till I think like halfway through my 20s, but you cannot, and I really want to emphasize this, dive into like dating like this and first dates or even like the first part of before an official relationship looking for like this perfect person, he's not there. And guess what? You're not like the perfect woman. Like it's not, it's not going to show up in this like suit of like (laughs) Prince Charming and like, you know, his horse and whatever. It's he's not going to be there. So I think you need to drop all of those things, all of those thoughts and pre, um, what's the word? Just expectations. Like you have, you, instead of going and expecting to have this like beautiful, story which obviously is possible but it's more of like no I'm just gonna go and see who's out there I'm gonna practice like flirting with guys online yeah and then like I have somewhere to build off of versus I'm going down yeah don't set the bar too high and think of this as a social experiment yeah don't try to go find true love 
just go out and try to have fun. Yeah. And try to learn about yourself and yeah. see where it goes. If if true love comes from it, amazing. Yeah. But like I think it's best to think of this as more of like a fun social experiment. Yeah. Experiment? Experiment. experiment. And you know what? Okay. I'm just gonna drop one more <laughs> one more mic right now before we stop. For all my thick ladies out there, guys like that too. Like uh-huh. I don't know why. I think the the guys that are seen sometimes like as the beautiful whatever guys, I think we assume a lot on them. Like I think we we think that they're walking around saying, "Oh, I only want a certain type." Not just like we all have different types, so do guys. I've had so many guys that have told me, "No, I like thicker girls. Like I'm not attracted to like skinnier mm-hmm. bodies." So I think we need to stop like I, for me, it's like, I don't know why we're only listening to this like society thing or following all these girls we follow and being like, oh, I don't look like them, so I'm not enough. Like, no, like guys are into that and you're going to find a guy who's going to be like, I love your body. Like, I love it. And I like, I'm going to find a guy who likes my squish too. Like, I'm not. And bottom line, do I really want to be with a guy that would look at a woman and be like, Ew, like she's fat. Like I don't want to be with her. No, like that's not the kind of guy or the kind of heart I'm looking for anyways. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, the guys who are not attracted to me because of my body, that's actually a good thing because Bye. I would not be attracted to the type of person that would judge someone like that anyways. Right. So why are we thinking that we're losing? We're mm-hmm. not. Like we're weeding out the people who don't have substance. You know yeah. what I mean? So everyone needs to like take a second you are beautiful just the way you are. There are people out there that will recognize your beauty too. And if you don't find them right away, that's fine. Like it's your job to love yourself. Yeah. You know? Can I, I feel like I want to suggest another thing too. Yeah, do it. I feel like, and I'm going to say this to myself also, to Taryn, to anyone else who's listening. I feel like we all need to take a second and go on our socials and do a really hard look of the people that we're following and really check and see like all of these fears and feelings that you are holding against yourself I'm curious of the the women that you're following on your social yeah, platforms. Yeah, you might need to weed some of those Maybe out. Maybe mm-hmm. let's get rid of some and include people that are more inclusive, that yeah. do resonate with you and and you are relatable with, you yeah. know? Like, let's get rid of some of these other people that are maybe making us feel bad about ourselves. Fully. No one needs... Life is hard enough. We don't no. need to be supporting and following people that are making us feel like trash. I agree. You I know? fully agree. The second... I'm done recording. I'm going to hop on my Instagram and I'm going to get rid of a bunch of people that I follow because it affects me and it's clearly affecting anonymous. And I know that it's affecting so many people in my life. And I'm like, why are we allowing that? We should just stop. We should cut them off. It's so true. Like what you put in your mind is what is going to control you. So it's nothing against the influencer or whoever it is you're following. But if they're affecting you negatively, then let's not. Yeah. No, I fully agree. I fully agree. Let's cut it off. Well, I think you should do it. Mm-hmm. I also think, um, I know there's like temptation to only put photos that you feel like look good, but I I think you need to put your true self out there. Like I, even me, like I was looking at some of the pictures I had on mine and I was like, okay, that was like pre-quarantine. Like I, my body looks completely different now. Mm-hmm. And so I switched it to put more realistic photos because I don't want... I don't want to do that to myself where I feel like I have to 
falsely represent who I am because that's just telling myself that I'm not good enough the way I am now and like I'm done thinking that way like I I turned like a chapter and I am so in love with like who I am right now and yeah it's like a daily thing I have to work on but I I think when you do dating apps and stuff like that like you need to represent who you are because you want someone that's gonna love you for exactly who you are and you don't want someone who's gonna like put different expectations on you so I think you should do it and if you're not getting like a lot of people messaging you that's not a bad thing like me and Ash we've had waves where I'm like is mine broken (laughs) like no one's talking to me yeah I'll I'll go through seasons where I'm like seasons (laughs) Seasons. we (laughs) have gone through through seasons like month periods where I like will not I won't talk to anyone and it's dead and then I'll just one day one day all of a sudden I'm like matching with a bunch of people and all of a sudden I have a date every single week and it's just like it's just it is what it is but it's nothing personal yeah and I want to mention that because that would be I can see where that would be disheartening if you went on and you're like no one's talking to me like it happens to everyone yeah that's normal and you're gonna get ghosted you're also gonna ghost people yeah and you're gonna have weird people ask you weird stuff like are you into bdsm and you're like what i just asked you how your family is like (laughs) what but how did it take a turn like yeah so just be used to it's there's weirdos there's some cool people ghosting is a thing also periods of time where you don't get it so don't don't put so much reflection on that but go into it to be like i just want to have fun and like get attention and flirt and let's talk about your first, you're, you're going to go on a date, right? What's the one, I'm going to tell you the one thing. doesn't matter how I feel. I could be feeling gross. I could be on my period. I could be feeling some type of way and I have a date and this will always make me feel better. Sexy ass heels. It doesn't matter yeah. what you're wearing. Put on, go, go splurge on yourself and buy a cute pair of like sandal heels you will feel hot as hell and it works every time. Just go walk around the house and just go grocery shopping in those heels and you will feel great because that's the magic that heels do to um, me. Get it, girl. (laughs) To me. To me. And I feel like it'll work for you too. (laughs) Anyways. I hope this helped you. I'm sure this helps so many people. Thank you for being brave and writing this in. Mm -hmm. Um, But your number one homework assignment is... Love yourself. You gotta, you gotta work hard to love that body and because get it deserves to be loved, mm-hmm. and it deserves heels. And it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. That's like my worst nightmare is heels. <laughs> really? But wow, maybe you won't like that advice. No, for at all. me, I'm like a pair of pants where I could sit and not feel <laughs> uncomfortable and think about it all day. Uh, so my turn, we talked about your story for such a long time. Obviously, we both were passionate about it. Yeah, we were well, like, let's talk about this. Let's, we're just basically going to be going from one relationship story to the next because mine is also about dating. And this one is titled Dazed and Confused Dating in 2021, which I've never related to more. What What is dating in 2021? No one what knows. What is? <laughs> hey, Taryn and Ashley, I'd like to be kept anonymous, but you can call me Monica. For some backstory, I am 25 and was a bit of a late bloomer. I didn't date in high school and went on maybe two dates in university, so I've never been in a long-term relationship. I finally felt ready to date when COVID hit, (laughs) and I decided to download Hinge in May of 2020 when cases were low in my area. I went out with a handful of guys, but nothing lasted long. 
Also to note, I'm not the kind of person who can date multiple people at once. Uh, me. Even when it's just casual. COVID me. got pretty scary in the winter, so I stopped dating as it wasn't a priority for me. I started using Hinge again in June and hit it off with this one guy. It turns out we have a lot of close connections, and it's crazy that we've actually never met before. We would text all the time, talk on the phone, and have had many dates and sleepovers. About two weeks ago, he kind of stopped texting me Ugh. and then apologized, saying that something came up and he's that he's stressed about, and he hasn't been in the right headspace. He called me a few days later and let me know he likes... Can you please? We get it. You have an Apple Watch, Ash. We get it. <laughs> just toss it. I made it, Ding. by the way, that was into the impressive. bag. That was yeah. a big deal for that me. That was very impressive. For me. Taryn knows. If you know, you know. <laughs> um, headspace. Next sentence. He called me a few days later and let me know he likes spending time with me and wants to continue, but he's still pretty stressed out. He didn't tell me what the issue was, but that we could talk more in person. I respect his privacy and don't expect him to tell me what's going on, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that I wasn't curious. Anyways, it's been a week since our last call and we haven't talked much. He hasn't brought up hanging out at all, even though it's been two weeks since our last date. I'd really like to see him to have a proper chat in person, but I feel annoying asking. I'm feeling kind of stuck because I'd like to continue dating him, but I don't know how to keep things progressing. It's also highly likely I'm just crazy and need to get over myself. P.S. You're my favorite advice podcast. I feel like I'm getting advice from the coolest older sisters a girl could ever want. Ah, I love that. The coolest. The coolest. Hair toss. Toss, toss. Toss, toss. Um, I digress from <laughs> that hyping me up so much. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. I also dove into Hinge during 2020. I had... I'd had done dating apps for a little bit, but I, I never had took it. Done dating apps. I had done the dating apps <laughs> for a bit, um, and but I didn't really like take it seriously until yeah. COVID because all of a sudden I was like, I'm not actually going to meet someone <laughs> in person. So yeah. I mean, that I feel like that's we all were in the well, same boat at I that think time too. Like we actually say literally same thing. Like me and Ash, like at the same time, we're like. We should intentionally try to date because it's like not happening. We both, our circles do not set us up to meet people. Mm -mm. Like I work with children. Mm -hmm. So my options are either single dads. Yeah. Actually, that's my only option. <laughs> or like a hot uncle coming to like one of the campuses that I just happen to be on. And you work from home. Self-employed, work from And home. then you go to events where mostly like there's not a lot of straight mm -mm. guys there. So it's like we we don't do that much that like would just like we would stumble upon meeting Socially, a guy. Socially it's not going to happen. No. So we both were like, hey, we need to like step it up and like do this. So we kind of both like convinced each other. I think I did it first and then mm -hmm. I finally convinced Ash. And so then like we really were committed. I'm not joking. Right before COVID hit, we said this thing where we were like, we're going to at least try to go on one date a month, one date a month, which sounds like nothing to some people and a lot to other people like me. I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> but um, and so like we were in that mindset and then COVID started. So like we fully relate to this. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people who always said me included that I would never do dating apps like you don't have 
really any option right now. Yeah, it is still a, a very on. weird time. It's still a very weird time. And some people are taking COVID very seriously and some people aren't. Yeah. And that really dramatically affects everything. Like the mm-hmm. other day I was at a coffee shop um, and a really hot guy walked in and I remember being like, I can't even smile at him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I can't even like. You can blink rapidly. Yeah. And That's like, you, got. No, you know, I'm not saying anything would happen. I'm not saying I wanted anything to happen. But I just remember being like, oh, like if. If he was interested in me, like, how would I, how would he know that I was interested back? Like, it's just a or weird like, time. If a guy comes up and hits on you, do you say, like, can you just flash me your face real fast? You're like, hey, can you there, lower the mask for a second? There was a TikTok. I thought it was this beautiful woman. And then he put his mask down and it was this man with yeah. a beard. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's so weird how the mask covers so it's enough of the face for it to completely change oh, completely. your imagination thinks it's one thing and it's just not yeah. it's interesting yeah anyways um back to you <laughs> monica <laughs> what are we doing um well Ash, here's the thing you need to you need to go off on this one here's the thing i also this year was talking to someone for a long period of time and after about three months, he just actually ghosted me. And I kind of hinted towards this, what, a couple episodes ago? Yeah. And I'm not exaggerating when I said the last text I sent him said, hey, it feels like you're about to ghost me. And to be honest, I'd rather know if that's the case. Verbatim, guys. That's what I said. That's the text that he didn't respond to. <laughs> For now, months. Here, here is here's the takeaway. He sucks. Was, was I sad at the second it happened? Yes. Was I furious the next day? <laughs> yes. Um, but where where I've landed at now is this guy, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy, doesn't matter, was physically incapable of anything more than three months. He literally only had three months in him. And I that's I can't with that. But where I've landed at now, having had time and space <laughs> to process that, um, was that one, if that was... If that was his reaction to what I said, then it would have never worked out between us. Period. Yeah. Um, he clearly couldn't handle more than a couple months. Yeah. And that also is another thing that I couldn't handle. Like that's, yeah. you know, um, and then if his after that much time, if he still felt like he couldn't explain to me why he wanted to end things, which I completely opened the door communicatively for him to be like hey I'm actually not interested anymore if he didn't even have the decency decency or the capability of saying and expressing like hey like this isn't gonna work out you're amazing but like it's just not gonna work then I want nothing to do with him exactly because he clearly only had a couple months in him and couldn't do more than that and I'm looking for more than that exactly yeah it's actually funny because um obviously like I knew about the situation and uh, Alicia Ashley's sister our roommate she sent a TikTok the other day I'm not joking okay because ghosting is this thing right and I think it I know like when I've been ghosted sometimes I'm like I work so hard to try to like rekindle or figure out why it happened because I'm like things are going so good and I don't understand how like you just get like fully just like cut off having a great conversation to like ignore it or like three months of dating. It's great to just you can't even respond to yeah. like my text. Yeah. And I don't know who this guy is. It's, it's Matthew Hussey. 
Who? What is? Is he a? He's a YouTuber, podcaster, relationship guru. Okay, so I didn't. I hadn't seen anything of him before. I'm a big fan. He, Matthew Hussey, if you're listening, hello. Um, he said it so perfectly. Yeah, and I was like mind blown. So I'm gonna play the TikTok, and hopefully you can hear it well. We'll see. Mark will do his magic. The person who's still great in week eight is showing you the right things, but if they suddenly ghost you in week nine then it doesn't mean they would have been great in week 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, but they were the one, and I just, I don't know what, I need closure. You have closure. Mm -hmm. That action was closure. What they showed you is they had eight good weeks in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. The person... Like, what? Yeah. Like, that is something that's so... It's so, it's like almost that th like how people say like, oh, your silence just spoke like so many words silence is an answer yeah like it doesn't matter that you had all this great time the fact that someone could so easily just cut you out without just common courtesy of like letting you know why yeah. or even letting you know that the separation is about to happen like that is the action exactly that gives you all the answers that you need about someone yeah and what's interesting and obviously everyone's different everyone needs different things but i have told multiple people about this situation because okay i've ghosted i've been no, ghosted before it's not that big of a deal it happens on especially on dating apps it's just a thing but once you've been i say like once you have had like five dates with someone you, they deserve a verbal or written some some yeah. kind of heads up like hey this isn't this isn't happening anymore. Um, but I've told multiple friends about this because we had been seeing each other for such a long time. I was like, I've never been ghosted after such a, like so many dates with one person. Um, and multiple people were, were like, well, why don't you call him? Why don't you text him? Why don't you like ask yeah. him what happened and figured it out? And I was like, I don't know what you guys need after stuff like this or what you need, Monica, but it was a pride thing for me and I never texted, I never called, I never did anything even though part of me wanted to like call and just be like the hell. Well, I think Where, that what you was that? Did, but I, you opened up that conversation by yeah. being like, "Hey, cuz he did the same thing of like, "Hey, I'm going through stuff." And you yeah. were very empathetic, but you were like, "Oh, I I kind of felt like that's the direction it was going in." Yeah. So you opened up that like I'm trying to figure out like what is going on. Which if you're a UA fam member, then you know I hate confrontation. <laughs> and so the yeah. the fact that I was actually like, hey, I feel like this is ending and I would rather you just tell me so that I can like plan accordingly, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, was a big deal for me. Um, and so him not responding or having the decency to even like, like the comment. <laughs> The text. Give it a thumbs up. Give, give it me anything. give me anything to so I know that you heard me. Um, the fact that he couldn't even do that was enough for me to be like, okay, I'm not. I'm yeah. cutting. I'm cutting this, and we're 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 we're, we're bouncing. I'm yeah, not, I don't want this either. Now you know, closure that you have to get by yourself is so much harder, but it's very possible. I've had to do it with different things too, where just that person I either my own pride or just situationally I could tell like I wasn't going to be able to have that conversation mm -hmm. it's it's very hard to get that closure on your own but I think it's it's just more of a process of a lot of self-reflection of okay why why do I think this is making me feel these certain ways 
I think it's starting to acknowledge it's separating I got rejected to more wow that's like a him problem or a her problem like the fact that they could so easily do that it speaks volumes about them not about me it has to be the narrative that you're playing in your head has to change you can't be saying what did I do wrong oh my gosh things were so great like he must have gotten annoyed with me I must have I I I whatever and it has to be flipped onto wow he obviously wasn't the person that I was meant to you can reflect on like were there any signs I missed but then you move on because that's a him thing that's Mm -hmm. not a you thing yeah I Monica think you have two options Um, And you can do whichever one feels most comfortable or resonates most with you. I think you can demand an answer because you do deserve one. So if you want to, you have every right to be like, hey, what's up? I need to know. Kind of like I did. You know, you can call him. You can meet somewhere. You can text him and just be like, hey, you're acting weird. And I need to know, are we are we are we still into this or not? Because I want to know so I can start planning my life around this answer you know like I'm into you and I want to continue this but if you don't cool just tell me and put him on the spot like he he's a he's a grown-ass man he can handle it and you deserve an answer so if you want an answer then go for it if you think that he's been subtly trying to give you an answer and you don't feel like calling him out in that type of way then bye boy like yeah time to move on I feel like those are your two like actual options and there's like there's so many ways I think even with Ash, like when we were talking about, she was like, I kind of want to like ask him like what is going on. And we were talking about it and it's, there's so many ways to have that conversation or to initiate it. Like Mm -hmm. you can be super blunt and be like, Hey, what, like what is happening? Like you're ignoring me. Like I deserve to know like what's going on, like whatever you could be super like nonchalant and be like, Okay, so definitely felt a vibe shift. Like, is there anything I need to know? Or even just to like, hey, are we good? Like, things have been off. Like, just throwing that out, you're going to be able to tell right away by his either response or Mm non-response that either you're like, oh, this is all in my head or it's like, oh, something, you know? Yeah. And I mean, the fact of the matter is he could be going through something. So you also have to figure out if that's, if you're going to like believe him and stick around until he figures it out. But I think too, like you just need to like provide kind of like timelines in your head too of being like, okay, like I understand you're going through some stuff. Like, do you need me to give you some space? Like kind of see, but you don't have to like then like wait around too for that. You know, like really the ball, even though it feels like you're not in control, you really are. Or you can be. You can be. I if like you that. are letting mm-hmm. him be in control right now, then that's that's yeah. your decision. If you want to flip the tables and gain control. I love a good table flip. Then go ahead. Flip that table, girl. Flip that table. Make him answer you. Yeah, um, I agree. You have our full support in whichever mm-hmm. way you choose to handle this situation. I'm so sorry that you're going through it. But at the same time, I feel like we've all been experiencing this this last year. So you're not alone. Um, I definitely resonated with this. I know a lot of people listening are like, dang, that happened to me too. How many times, Ash, have like, I come and been like, oh my God, like I'm talking to this guy. I'm so excited. Like, look, he's this, this, this. He's so perfect. And then like a week later, she'll be like, oh my God, how's it going? And I'll be like, oh, I don't know. Oh, RIP. <laughs> he stopped. We went like a week straight of talking all day to just like 
<laughs> an unanswered question <laughs> that I'll never know the answer to. You know, it a very direct, a very direct unanswered question. Or have you ever had where you're having this great conversation and then you go on to check if they've messaged you again and they're completely gone, which shows that they like unmatched with you? Oh, because <laughs> that is savage. OK, and I don't appreciate that. Andrew or whatever his name was. <laughs> I literally was like, where did he go? (laughs) That's such an intentional act. Like, let me just chill in your inbox, bro. (laughs) Like, why do you have to delete me? Just ignore me. Why do you have to fully block me? (laughs) So I can stare longingly at your icon photo. (sighs) So rude. Anyways, can I uh, dad joke us out? Did you say stare longingly at your icon photo? Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, I did. That's a deep, dark place right there. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Me falling asleep. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, um, why did the Beatles break up? I'm going to solve the big mystery right now for everyone. Why did the Beatles break up? Why? Because they started to bug each other. No. No. <laughs> I it's been a while yeah. since I've actually gotten one of those rights. So I miss your I'm getting upset. Guesses. I'm getting upset. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, for making it all the way to the dad joke. If you yep. listen to the dad jokes, you're our favorite. Yep. Um, we're so excited for the October series. I know I've said it already, but I'm just going to say it again. If you have a story that you're sitting on or that you heard or, the, or that your great grandma has told you your entire life, like get it down in words and send it to us because we want it. Yes. And the people want it. So <laughs> send yes. it in. We're so excited. Um, to hear all of your guys' scary stories. Yeah. Awesome. We love you all. That's it. I'll talk to you in the next episode. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs)